and welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode, I am going to be repeating random, pretty much totally incoherent phrases. And um, I might say one and then repeat it later. I might say one three times in a row. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. As always, the idea is to get you distracted on your day and focused on sleep. So I hope that uh, by you focusing on all the randomness I'm about to uh, spew your way, you're able to enter into a nice deep slumber. So don't think we need more of an intro than that. So let's uh, just start repeating and uh, saying some pretty random phrases here. There's something about it that is as close to perfect as anywhere I've been. But that was in 2007, or at least three trips ago. And, you know, there's just, there's just something about it that is as close to perfect as anywhere I've been. But, yeah, that was in 2007, or at least three trips ago. You know, you can spare a thought for the null points nations. The nations of null points. If you could please just spare a thought for them. She was speechless, Shulman said. But even the best look-alikes just don't look alike from most angles. Think about it. Even the best look-alikes just don't look alike from most angles. And for most angles the best lookalikes still don't look alike. She's just totally speechless. That's what Shulman said. His talking positions that are strongly opposed by culturally opposed groups. Basically conceding that he's going to do poorly among them in a conscious effort to increase enthusiasm among the coalition to put him in office. You know, his positions are so strongly opposed culturally that uh, basically he's conceding that he's going to do poorly among them. All of this in a conscious effort to increase enthusiasm among the coalition. But the coalition understands that his positions are culturally opposed to theirs. So he's just conceding that he's going to do poorly. After graduating from college, Shea got a job with Mats and Rosen, who tasked them with expanding the Nathan's competition from a local public relations novelty to a national sports spectacle. Today, of course, the contest is a multi-million dollar media extravaganza and has spun off into a standalone league with international competitions centered around everything from mayo to pepperoni rolls. That's after Shea got a job with Mats and Rosen. This was after college, of course, and Mats and Rosen tasked him with expanding the Nathan's competition. Before, it used to be basically just a local public relations novelty stunt, as it were. But, of course, the, today the contest 
is a multi-million dollar media extravaganza. And it has its own league that's just kind of spun off into. You know, the competition centered around everything from mayo to pepperoni rolls. Tom looks as though he might start crying. I can't confirm that because I haven't seen Tom start to cry, but he does look as though he may start crying. He may or he might. Who knows which way. Tourist history dropped this spring, and the band has been touring the globe in support ever since. So ever since this spring... Spring? Spring? Can I read properly? Can I tell you about tourist history? They just dropped this spring. The band has been touring in the globe ever since. Perhaps you've heard of their music. I can't think of any songs off the top of my head, but ever since they dropped their new album this spring, they've been touring around the world ever since. You know, this kind of weather just makes me want to stay inside. But then again, there's plenty of weather that makes me want to stay inside. For example, when it is too hot, I want to stay inside. And when it's too cold, I want to stay inside as well. When it's raining too much, I'd also prefer to stay inside. But it's just this kind of weather right now that really makes me want to just stay inside. You know, I'd prefer to stay inside when this weather is the way it is right now. But as I've just mentioned, you know, it could be that, frankly, if it's too hot, I don't really want to go outside, and if it's too cold, I don't want to go outside. And if it's too wet, I don't want to stay inside. And To be honest, maybe when it's too dry, I'd want to stay inside as well. But, you know, when you get a day like today in this kind of weather, I just would rather stay inside. And you know that Choosing not to spark is a great choice, but it's important to decide what to do, what to do instead. So rather than choosing to spark, you can also, you know, and that is a great choice, but you just have to decide what to do instead. When he said that about a year and a half ago, it was at the time quite revealing news. The news that was revealed about a year and a half ago when he dropped it was at the time, you know, revealing. And you should know he does not speak Japanese at home. Uh, he prefers to speak uh, Spanish at home. You, know, you may try to encourage him to speak Japanese at home, but it's usually um, Spanish instead. She already had the requisite ironic Jar Jar Binks t-shirt and the non-ironic Battlestar Galactica fanny pack. Especially in the mid-20th century, as manufacturing employment was rocketing towards its zenith, mistakes and disadvantages um, did not foreclose opportunities. This was especially around the mid-20th century. Um, you know, just for your consideration. But with the announcement today that the um, Senate has approved the use of um, pizza delivery drones across the nation, you know, it makes you wonder what comes next. And it's great. Who doesn't want pizza delivery drones? 
of the um, ideal, some would say. And of course, with the recent news that the Senate has approved the use of pizza delivery drones. Because one thing is to encourage the use of pizza delivery drones. Another thing is to approve it. And uh, in this case, the Senate has done both unanimously. They have approved and encouraged the use of pizza delivery drones for the sake of Americans having faster, more convenient sources of pizza. Um, and it wouldn't be unprecedented, really, you know, because if you remember, the Senate also approved and encouraged the use of coffee drone deliveries as well. This was in, uh, I was about to say, coordination is really in collaboration with both multinational coffee brands, the large ones that you see in every corner, and as well as local ones that, um, you know, have seen a boom in the use of the technology for the delivery of convenient, warm, delicious coffee. As I sip on my coffee, and I'll probably take another sip of my coffee pretty soon. And to be fair and for the sake of transparency with you, because I try to be as transparent with you as possible, uh, this coffee was not delivered by the coffee drone service. But uh, the Senate did approve its use and encourage its use. And then they since have said that they are encouraging the use and approve the use of pizza delivery drones. Wilson's answer was an exuberant yes. Eventually the conversation between the biologist and the billionaire turned to the possibility of dramatically expanding the park to create a protected corridor all the way to the Indian Ocean. So when Wilson was asked, he did give an exuberant yes. And that conversation between the biologist, which was Wilson, and the billionaire turned to the possibility of expanding the park to create this lovely protected corridor all the way to the Indian Ocean. With a four to three aspect ratio, for example, LG's intuition requires those black bars on top and bottom. And that's based on the aspect ratio. I didn't know what time I needed to stop the machine, so I just kind of allowed it to um, run in circles. And the machine is an LG, that's why I bring it up. And with that 4 to 3 aspect ratio, you know, just purely as an example, LG's intuition requires those black bars on top and bottom. But that's not what stopped me from stopping the machine. I just didn't know what time I had to stop it. There are 14 million people looking for a way for better pizza. And I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but the Senate approved the use of pizza delivery drones it's really just a hypothesis the medical establishment has merely accepted as truth over time and one can understand that because there are plenty of medical hypotheses that the medical establishment has merely accepted as truth over time but 
perhaps to some degree it's one of those classic if it ain't broke don't fix it so this particular hypothesis that the medical establishment has accepted as truth over time it's fine I don't think it's uh, an issue in this case yet much of the story evolves um, from innovation and those producers that survived proved um, startlingly uh, adept they're very adept proving their innovation through time revertments are a way of strengthening the outer bank uh, of a river to keep it from eroding and I'm not even confident that that's the word that I'm seeing here I don't know if it's revertments or revetments although I do know a coastal bioengineer and um, she has told me a bit about the process of the system but I've only seen it through text I've never seen it um, set so I don't know if I'm even saying it uh, correctly but you never see a homonym tricking people up right it's never quite a homonym that tricks people the GOP led House Energy and Commerce Committee which aggressively pursued the topic issued a 2012 report that was highly critical of administration decisions to grant the loan and efforts to salvage it before the company completely fell apart Kevin A will be joining NASA um, and he has a colleague named Susan B so congratulations to you, Kevin A the case the justices agreed to hear Friday is an appeal from the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals which in November upheld um, decisions to encourage the use of food delivery drones across the country in particular in the states of Kentucky Michigan Ohio and Tennessee previous to this um, the states of Kentucky Michigan Ohio and Tennessee were actually not in favor of the use of delivery drones the first reports became public in 2014 covering the last five months of 2013 the biggest surprise of the pilot is that for all its bleakness it manages to tell a gripping story because of the Rashomon-like structure that parcels out snippets of information from each character's perspective course across the country people are creating political clubs decision circles teach-ins it doesn't stop there but when you consider the political clubs the decision circles the teach-ins that are being created across the country it's just for your information I suppose nevertheless he's managed to get back into the headlines and he's got his arms outstretched for cash take a look at the chart that uh, I've attached here and have assembled from National Review's data comparing the various rates of job growth in each of the governor's perspective respective states excuse me during their full tenors in office I think it's fair to say that you'll see certain growth and certain drops but if you just take a look at the chart it's been assembled from National Review's data and it's comparing the various rates of job growth in each of the governor's respective 
states during their full tenures in office, then, you know, you might be able to really see something. The towel just wasn't useful at all. It was too, um, it wasn't quite adept enough at soaking up moisture. And interestingly enough, I've seen various commercials for sort of like new towels. Towels, I find, are like the new pillows. I think pillows uh, kind of have got a bad rap because, you know, they're not something that's really been innovated upon as much as perhaps other things. And apparently with towels, you don't want the towels to actually soak up the water. You want to sort of almost like slick it off of you. I'm not sure. I'm going to drink another little sip of my coffee. This is a uh, Keurig coffee that I'm drinking. I've drank uh, from other brands. Frankly, I uh, prefer Keurig coffee over an espresso coffee. Espresso coffee is not as preferred as Keurig coffee, but I could be biased because I've never owned an espresso machine. They are, frankly, a little bit more expensive. And uh, this Keurig machine I found on special at Target. So if you gave me the choice, I would certainly prefer the Keurig, but that could be my biases kind of kicking in. But it's hard to beat the price of a uh, little Keurig on special, a single-serving one, that is. I've tried the Nespresso ones, and they've produced pretty good coffee. And to be fair to them, their design for their little Nespresso pods are pretty slick. But I prefer the Keurig over the Nespresso. I admit this may not be the best way of doing it, but of course they would. So this is what it's like, I thought, reading the description of the film again. And sometimes, as we all probably wonder from time to time, what is this reality? What are we doing here? What is it all about? What is the sort of objective truth about reality. Is there an objective truth? At that point, Kevin embraced his ability to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Kevin always had a knack for being at the wrong place at the wrong time, and he just finally learned to embrace his ability to, in fact, be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Purple is the best city in the forest. You may have seen other um, cities in the forest. I think objectively purple is the best city in the forest. Mary realized that if her calculator had a history, it would perhaps be more embarrassing than her computer browsing history. Because Mary's computer browsing history may very well be more embarrassing than her calculator history. Just imagine that for a moment if your calculator had all of the embarrassing calculations history that you've ever produced because who hasn't done a five times five once or twice that's hitting adulthood which is why Mary realized that if her calculator in fact had a history it would possibly not guaranteed but possibly be more embarrassing than her computer browsing history The sign said that uh, there was road work ahead, so she decided to slow down significantly. 
leading up until that point, all the signs had indicated for her to increase her speed. But the moment she saw there was road work ahead and the possibility of flying, she decided to slow down. The gentleman next to her seemingly sped up when he saw the roadwork sign, to which she thought that was very inconsiderate of both the sign and the work that was to be performed on the road, because the moment she saw the sign that there was roadwork, she intuitively, and rightfully so, decided to slow down. Certainly my biggest joy is roasting almonds while sipping a cup of coffee. It's a, um, an act of uh, love to be able to roast almonds while enjoying coffee. Everything I firmly believe is made better with a nice cup of coffee in hand. Um, on a personal level, I realize that I have to let go of the coffee from time to time. So I've been drinking more decaf in an attempt to not uh, totally destroy my body's ability to intake caffeine. But, um, you know, if you catch me on a random day, just find me on the streets and say, hey, what's your biggest joy? I'd probably answer roasting almonds and enjoying some coffee. The tall stranger officiated the meal. It's not related to the Nathan's um, factoid that I mentioned earlier, but... It's the tall stranger that officiates the meal. You know, I firmly believe that every manager should be able to recite at least 10 nursery rhymes backwards. And I'm not saying it's easy. Because think about reciting one nursery rhyme backwards. But if you're a manager, I think every manager should be able to recite at least 10 nursery rhymes backwards. The tour bus was just packed with tourists heading toward their next adventure. Iguanas were falling out of the trees and look, if I don't like something, I'm just going to stay away from it. The random sentence generator generated a random sentence about a random sentence. So it, it becomes kind of very, almost like Inception. You know, if the random sentence generator is generating a random sentence and then it generates a sentence, excuse me, if it generates then a random sentence about generating a random sentence, that is like two levels deep of sentence generator inception. And Harold never, you know, he was confident. He was confident that nobody would ever really suspect his um, spy pigeon. You know, the sneaky little pigeon. And he felt confident nobody would ever suspect him. It'd just be delightful if the sea were full of cucumber juice. Nobody ever said that. But nobody questions who built the pyramids in Mexico either. To which the delicious aroma from the kitchen was ruined by cigarette smoke. And that's just, you can't be smoking cigarettes in the kitchen. Nobody questions who built the pyramids. But people also don't question who ruined 
the aroma from the kitchen with cigarette smoke. And I think there are two questions that deserve to be asked. Why is nobody questioning who built the pyramids in Mexico? And why is nobody questioning who ruined the aroma from the kitchen by the cigarette smoke? So it doesn't sound like it'll ever be on my travel list. But as he looked out the window, he saw a clown walk by. And everything was going so well until I was um, harassed by a purple giraffe. So no, it doesn't sound like it'll ever be on my travel list. Yes, he looked out the window and saw a clown. And no, it was not fun to be harassed by a purple giraffe. Because up until then, everything was fine. I was asking questions that I thought deserved to be asked, like who built the pyramids in Mexico? Who ruined the smell of the kitchen aroma of the cigarette smoke? I didn't ask to see a clown walking by, neither did he. And um, I would, didn't ask for a purple giraffe to appear and harass me. Nothing is as cautiously cuddly as a pet porcupine. And the llama just couldn't resist trying the lemonade. David proudly graduated from high school, top of his class, at age 97. David, of course, was the oldest graduate ever from that uh, high school. But credit to him. The truth is, it's never too late. So when David graduated from high school, top of his class at age 97, he um, was very proud of himself, and he gave a great speech as well. You know, you don't typically have uh, such a wise classmate, but he was 97, and he probably graduated from high school at that age, and he was top of his class. But 97 is pretty young. You know, if you think about it, 100 years is a young age if you are a, are if you are a bristle cone pine i'm not sure which word tripped me up there you or are i'm sure if you've listened long enough you know that i get tripped up easily by words but you know i was really just mentioning how 100 is actually a young age relatively if you are a bristle cone pine so there i said it correctly you are a He learned the important lesson that a picnic at the beach on a windy day is, in fact, a terrible idea. But he was proud because he had graduated high school top of his class at the age of 97. As he entered into the church, he could hear the soft voice of someone whispering into a cell phone so as to not be rude to the other churchgoers. Karen believed that all traffic laws should be obeyed by all except by herself. She thought that she was sort of immune to the traffic laws. She thought that even David, who was 97 and had recently graduated from high school, top of his class, and relatively speaking would be considered a young bristlecone at that age, should respect the laws of traffic. But Karen believed that all traffic laws should be obeyed by all except herself. Blue sounded too cold at the time, and yet it seemed to work for the gin. At which point they decided to plant an orchard of cotton candy. 
Imagine just planting an orchard of cotton candy. On a personal note, you know, it's, for me, one of the most overrated sweets you can ever ask for. If you ask uh, between an elephant ear or a beaver tail at a carnival or festival for cotton candy, I know which way I'm going. But that wasn't the decision. That didn't factor into the decision to plant the orchard of the cotton candy. But I do want more detailed information. Which is why he decided to accept his fate of... Well, accepting his fate. Sort of like Inception again, but... Tying it back into the question, which I, th I think is a very important question that maybe I didn't um, stress enough, which is... Is it... How meta is it for a random sentence generator to generate a random sentence about its ability to generate a random sentence. It almost leads me to believe that perhaps the random sentence generator is somewhat sentient. It actually understands its plight. It understands that it was almost created to generate random sentences, and it's trying to express itself in such a way. So is that question more important, or is the question of whether him, does he, does him, he, he des him deciding to accept his fate of accepting his fate is that a more existential question is he more sentient we'll never know and that was her first experience training a unicorn and it must be five o'clock somewhere um, but rather than focusing on that he just decided to count all the sand on the beach as a hobby that's a hobby that, of course, is going to take a long time to complete. But that is the beauty of hobbies, right? You could train a unicorn for the first time. It is 5 o'clock somewhere else. Or you could decide that you're going to count all the sand um, on the beach of the hobby. The peanut butter and jelly sandwich caused the elderly lady to think about her past when she looked up at the roof, it wasn't rain. It was actually grape jelly that was leaking out. Which made her convinced that the gentleman she had hired to build her a new roof was too busy eating grape jelly on the roof to actually fix it. You just have to stop waiting for exceptional things to just happen. You're unsure whether or not to trust her, but... Um, you're thankful that she wore a turtleneck instead. The bees decided to throw a party for their queen. And when she walked in, or, well, buzzed in, they told her, as a group, to stop waiting for exceptional things to happen. And that's the reason why the elderly lady had so much nostalgia for meeting her peanut butter and And well, that's it. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed that. It's kind of um, wonky for me to read them uh, and try to make them random and sort of repeat them. But I don't know. I enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it. Hopefully you are asleep at this point. If you'd like me to do more of these random, incoherent phrases, 
you can always let me know by emailing me at hello, simply relax, ASMR.com. And that's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening, and take care.